When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is Wednesday, August 12th, and we are here to hold your hand and answer some financial questions. If there's anything that's driving you crazy, or maybe not even driving you crazy, but it's kicking around in your brain, why don't you send us an email? It's askjill at jillonmoney.com, askjill at jillonmoney.com. That's our email address. And of course, you can always, always send us a note from our website, which is conveniently called jillonmoney.com. We've got a contact button. It's in the upper right-hand corner. And we'll be happy to answer that. George followed up to a question about an annuity. He wanted to clarify that he was uh, referring to a variable annuity with guaranteed lifetime withdrawal benefit, not an immediate annuity. Um, And he wants to know if my advice would still be the same. Look, guys, I generally want to avoid annuities almost at all costs, uh, unless there's a real reason and unless insurance company has mispriced their annuity contract for some reason. But generally speaking, for most people, I think they are to be avoided because they're expensive and you can't get to all of your money at once, that's for sure. And usually you have some sort of surrender period. So I, I know the idea of having consistent income always makes people very happy, but there's a price to be paid for that. So that's just my two cents. Ron asks, uh, when money is inherited, is there a reporting document for the IRS? No, but if the estate has to file a return, then the estate, and I don't know if you're managing the estate, that should be dealt with. Um, The executor or the executrix would be the person who actually manages that process. But if you just inherit money, no, there's no tax liability at all. So you don't have to file anything. Here is Ken who says, I've been listening to you for years. I was introduced to you when I subbed for Bob Brinker. Lately, I've been listening to the daily podcasts and my Friday hour-long broadcast on YouTube since they began. Right now, I've listened to the short Friday podcast and I'm listening to your hour-long show. While listening, I did a quick search for you. Yes, a bit of stalking. The bio that came up said, you're Christian. And that's the question. You use Yiddish. You're from New York. You've got attitude. You've got to be Jewish, right? So are you Jewish or Christian? Ha <laughs> um, Jewish. And the, I mean, I don't know any Schlesingers that aren't Jewish. Anyway, a couple of years ago, you answered a real financial question of mine on the air. I took your advice. I did what you recommended. Thanks, Ken. I love that question. I mean, you just got to listen to me talk. You're right. That said, I'm happy to clarify the issue. Don't believe everything that you read on the internet. Okay, Shirley writes, I love your show and I am addicted every day to listening to your podcast. You're a wealth of knowledge and a compassionate person. It shines through in your podcast. 
I am 65 years old. I'm still working, although not sure how long I will be. I'm in a stressful field. I'm a single parent who has managed to save wonderfully over the years. I own my home with no mortgage. It's worth about $300,000. I have no debt at all. I have $800,000 in laddered CDs, $450,000 in index funds at Vanguard, and $50,000 in T. Rowe Price Mutual funds. I have never had bonds in my portfolio. As to me, my CDs were my fixed income, right or wrong. That's true. I'm, I'm happy that that's absolutely true. I agree with that. Over the last many years, since I had 6% Washington Mutual CDs before the 2008 crash, I was sure by this time interest rates would have gone higher. Alas, the pandemic has caused disruption in all areas of our lives. Uh, including interest rates for my CDs. Although, let me be clear, nothing at all compared to the loss for so many people. I just don't understand bonds. I have always worried that they would fall with higher interest rates. Before the pandemic, I was able to have close to 3% for a three-year CD. It's gone down the drain. I've got a hundred grand in a CD that's matured now, and I'm appalled to see the rates that are being offered. So, I am looking for the first time at investing monies in bond funds, but I've got so many questions. Can you give me some wisdom and advice if how and where and what bonds to buy? I would like to stay at Vanguard if possible, but it's not the most important thing for me. I love your show and I like that you are a guiding light in these hard times. Keep up the great work, Shirley. Well, okay, Shirley. Um, you know, if you are going to start adding bonds to your investments. Uh, I think that one of the things that you should consider is just a plain old bond fund. And a bond index fund is probably the best way to diversify some of the risks in holding an individual bond. So what you can do is if you were to go to the Vanguard website and you search you know, Vanguard mutual funds, right? And you can go into and just choose a bond index fund. Now, remember, it's going to be moving around a lot more than those CDs. And so the idea here would be that you keep it, it bubbles around for a while, but it gives you a, a slightly different kind of interest rate, but it's going to gyrate. You know, you should improve the interest rate, but the the investment itself is going to be riskier. So I just want to put that out there so you know it. I think you know that on some level, but just let's be clear about it. Okay. And now our last email of the day comes from Dale, who writes that my mother is selling her home. It's worth about a million dollars. Can you recommend someone, a fiduciary, to advise her on how to calculate capital gains and also how to best invest the proceeds. She just purchased a home in Arizona. She hasn't moved in yet. Can that be used for a rollover of some kind? Thank you. Well, Dale, you don't need anyone to help you with this. It's a very simple formula. You take the amount of money that you paid for this home way back when, and then you add in all of the improvements that you've made to the house. So you got your original cost basis, the purchase price, then real improvements. I'm not, you, you cannot do things like uh, painting the house, but like if you've put a bathroom in or if you've redone something, you know, a big uh, expansion, you've dormered, uh, put a playroom in, those kinds of real improvements. Uh, if you've put a generator in, now that gets added to the original purchase price, and the amount you come up with is the cost basis. 
The difference between the sale price and the cost basis is the capital gain. And then don't forget, you have, I, I presume it you just said your mother, so there's no one else. So it's your mom will then be able to take of that gain, remove $250,000 from that gain because that's the deal when you sell your primary residence. And whatever's left is the amount of money that would be taxed. So let's just pretend. Let's say her house sells for a million. Let's say that the cost basis plus all the improvements gets her to a half a million. That $500,000 is gain. Of that $500,000, $250,000 is removed. So now there's a gain of $250,000 total. She will pay 20% federal tax, a long-term capital gains rate. There's no rolling over. All those old rules are no longer in place. So that's it. Now, in terms of helping her invest the money, I really would need to know more about what's going on in her life. I hope that makes sense. Okay, here we go. That's it. One more day in the books. If you have a financial question, don't forget, you can always email us, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Don't forget, you've got to wash your hands. you got to keep wearing those masks. Oh, Mark, I got such a nice Islander mask. It's fabulous looking. Maintain that physical distancing. Do something nice for somebody else. Pretty please. Wouldn't you do that? It'll make you feel good about yourself as well. Okay. If you have a question, don't forget, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <music>